O Fire 1276. When you've learned your lessons, then you can take your show on the road. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution? Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a chat to see why podcast websites is for you. Ignite. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guests today, Michael and Bonnie. Michael, Bonnie, are you prepared to ignite? Yeah, let's go, John. Absolutely. Yes. Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey are the authors of the New York Times bestselling business paperback, The Barefoot Spirit, How Hardship, Hustle, and Heart Built America's Number One Wine Brand. Conference chairs, business leaders, and professors of entrepreneurship alike highly recommend them as inspirational speakers, role models, and entrepreneurial thought leaders. Their experience is an excellent extension of business education into the real world of practicality to motivate, enlighten, and expire. Michael, Bonnie, take a second, fill us in on some of the gaps from this intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal lives. Well, you know, we started the Barefoot Wine brand in our laundry room. We had no money and no knowledge of our industry. So it was it was really ignorance is bliss. We went out there and really got our butts kicked pretty hard by reality. And then, you know, we went through the whole thing. We built up this huge brand. We sold it to the number one wine company in the world. And when we were done, people said, you know, you guys really got to write a book about the way you did business. And so we put it off for a couple of years. Finally, we broke down, wrote the book. Then we got taken on speaking tours. Then people wanted videos. And uh, that's that's history after that. I mean, here we are. We're entrepreneurial teachers, lecturers, and go-to people. I love it. Bonnie, what do you want to add to that? I don't know. I think he just about covered it. (laughs) As far as our personal life goes, we really love nature. We love sharing time with friends. We've got three adoring and adorable cats. And uh, we managed to stay pretty darn busy. We live in Sonoma County, one hour uh, north of San Francisco. So life is good. Well, listen, I love what you guys have accomplished and that now you're going out into the world and sharing your experience, motivating and inspiring others. And Michael, I specifically loved your phrase, ignorance is bliss. And it is so true because you will look at successful entrepreneurs and they'll tell you straight off, straight face. They'll say, hey, if I knew how hard, how much pain and just absolute struggle that it was going to be on this journey before I started, I probably never would have, and it would have been so sad. So ignorance really can, Fire Nation, be bliss. The key here is to start. Now, guys, let's break this down for Fire Nation because we are entrepreneurs, small business owners. We're looking to create viable businesses. So we want to know how you've done so and how you're currently continuing to generate revenue. So no specific numbers needed, but just tell us the ways that you currently generate revenue today. We have the New York Times uh, business bestseller, and we've written a new book called The Entrepreneurial Culture, 23 Ways to Engage and Empower Your People. We also um, go out and, and speak to large groups, conventions and, and gatherings throughout the country and around the world, and we've spoken at over 50 schools that teach entrepreneurship around the United States. Um, what else do we do? How about we've, videos? We've found that the best way for us to generate business is by staying in touch with the contacts that we've made when we're doing our speaking engagements. And uh, they'll recommend us to other people, as Rick Payne introduced us to you, as a matter of fact. 
is someone that we'd uh, we'd met and we'd stayed with in Australia. Um, personal contacts, I think, really build the best relationships, face-to-face, one-on-one. Now, that's not always easy to do, I understand, and you can't reach the greatest number of people by talking to one person, but we have found that that one person has the ability to introduce us to people so we can get in front of the greatest number of people because we really are excited about sharing our lesson and um, all the lessons that we've learned so much the hard way with, with entrepreneurs so they don't have to make the same mistakes. So one-on-one meetings has generated the, uh, the, the most response for us. Bonnie, I love your point on so many levels about relationships and the importance of nurturing those and really valuing them as the relationships that they are. And people ask me all the time, John, like, what's the best thing about running a daily podcast? And it's building relationships with successful and inspiring entrepreneurs every single day. I've now done over 1,300 interviews with successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. Those relationships brought us together, You know, brought so many other people into my life. So Fire Nation, you need to realize the value and importance of relationships and nurture those, have a system to do just that. So thank you for that, Bonnie. That was huge. And mm-hmm. I want to move into a story in your past. You know, This is any story that you want to choose, but what I do say, is I want it to be what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Because as we talked about a little bit earlier, Michael, if you had known what it would have taken, and thankfully ignorance was bliss, like, you know, you went through some tough times, my man. So take us to what you consider the worst entrepreneurial moment in your journey thus far and tell us that story. When we got started, uh, Bonnie had a client. She was working as a consultant and the client hadn't been paid for his grapes. He was a grape grower here in the wine country and he hadn't been paid for a long time. And so Bonnie and, and we had just gotten together as a couple. She says, Hey, would you go talk to these people? You, you know how to negotiate things. Maybe you can get something out of them. They don't seem to have any money. So I went to talk to them and the day I got there, they had declared bankruptcy. So that meant that there was going to be no money for her client. But we were able to get goods and services in a trade. And this is how Barefoot Wine gets started. It gets started by us trying to help a grower get paid for his grapes. So, so instead of getting any cash, we got bulk wine and we got bottling services. Well, there's a great opportunity. So plan A was to go out and sell it all to a chain store. That's what we're going to do. So I go to the guy that I happen to know because he's kind of a high school friend and he is now a buyer for a giant supermarket in California. And he doesn't want to give me any time. And he basically says, get in here, tell me what you got and get out of here. Right. And so, uh, you know, he, he, get, he, he says, uh, all right, I'll tell you what I need, you know, and this is interesting because I go in there hat in hand. I do not know what I'm doing. All I know is that I have bulk wine and bottling services. So I say, look, we can give it to you any way you want it. How do you want it? He says, you know, nobody's ever asked me what I want. Everybody comes in here with the product. They want to tell me all the features and benefits and the pricing and the program. You come in here and you ask me what I want. I'll tell you what I want. He says, I want it uh, to be a, a 1.5 liter bottle. That's twice the size of a normal wine bottle. He says, I want it to be uh, better than Robert Mondavi and cheaper than Robert Mondavi. He says, uh, and I want you to, uh, I want you to make the label visible from four feet away Ooh. so she can see it when she's shopping. 
And so I'm writing all this down and I'm thinking to myself, I just got a master's degree in wine merchandising because I asked. And so I thought, all I have to do is do this and he's going to buy it. So we do it. We put it in a 1.5 liter bottle. We come up with a, la- a label that's easy to recognize with the, with the famous footprint. Uh, and we, and I go back to him with the first two bottles of barefoot in the world and I put them on his desk and he says, are you crazy? Are you absolutely <laughs> out of your mind? And, and this is when my heart sank. This was my worst entrepreneurial moment. And the guy says, I can't buy this. He says, you know, you, you put a foot on it. You no, know, you can't, you can't put a foot on wine. No. He says, and it's non vintage. I can't do that. And he says, and not only that, he says, nobody's ever heard of anything called barefoot. He says, are you going to spend $200,000 on, on, uh, merchandising and advertising? I said, no, I don't even have one of those 200. <laughs> and so, and, and so I, I'm pretty well in the dumps right now. And I finally said to him, you know, Don, what am I going to do? We bottled this all up for you. You're a plan A. He says, well, I don't know what to tell you. He says, I'm not going to take it. There's no chain in the country that's going to take it. He says, I guess you'll have to go out and sell every mama, papa, every independent, every corner grocery store because the chains aren't going to touch it. I said, Don, that's going to take years. He says, I know you better get started. Get out of my office. Wow. I mean, Fire Nation, just can you feel what it was like to be in that office where, you know, Michael had and listened and and got that education in winemaking in just a couple minutes, you know, those months beforehand. He came back, you know, with what he thought was the finished product. And the guy said, are you kidding me? This is, you know, some of the things that we talked about and what I wanted, but I can't sell this. I mean, the barefoot, the actual imprint of the foot on the ball, like there's nothing that I can do here. I mean, just picture the sinking feeling that you have with all that work, all that energy, all that effort. But again, ignorance was bliss. You know, if Michael had known that before, he never would have created this great brand and and, and had all these things that ended up working down the line. So such a great story. And again, I love how you told it because I felt like I was there with you when that moment happened. But sum it up for us, you guys. Like, What do you want to make sure that our listeners get from that story? Well, it's important to get out there and ask questions of everybody that touches your product. This wasn't the only person we asked questions of, but you don't just start at the top and start asking questions of the CEOs uh, and presidents of companies, but you've got to get out there on the street. You've got to ask people with what we say, dirt under their fingernails. Or toenails, Bonnie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay on brand here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we asked people in all walks of life that um, we're touching our product, warehouse men, forklift drivers, bottling line operators, and don't forget your end users. But if you're just going to your end user or if you're just going to what you consider the top person in your industry, you're really missing out on all those other people. We got a lot of advice about packaging from the bottling line manager, from the warehouse manager, from people that touch our products, and also from the buyers, what they needed in their store. So instead of going there and saying, hey, I've got this great product and you need it, go out there and find out what they do need. Don't be so you know sure of yourself that you think you've got the answer because there's lots of different ways to look at the same situation. And you can't possibly see it from all angles, from your own 
uh, standing point from wherever you're at. You've got to ask a lot of people. So, Bonnie, I want to direct this next question to you. And you've already shared, both you and Michael, a ton of aha moments that you've had along the way. Even during that worst moment, you know, there were aha moments galore popping out left and right. And you've applied those you know, in your past business, in your current business, and, you know, you're going to have so many of these great epiphany moments in the future as well. It's just exciting to know, but our listeners are entrepreneurs. So if you could just kind of point to one story, to one moment in time when you and Michael or just you had this aha moment, this epiphany that came to you and you said, wow, this is something that I can run with. Can you take us, Bonnie, to that yeah. moment in time and tell us that story? Yes, it was really an awakening, I'll tell you. And it's when we realized that even though Barefoot appeared to be the ideal product for Hawaii, I mean, it's like you've got advertising all over the sands with all those footprints, right? Yeah. Half the bars are are called Barefoot. Well, that's like low-hanging fruit. You always want to go out there and grasp what's really close, what you think it'll work first when you're a young entrepreneur. And so Michael went off to Hawaii, and oh, we sold the heck out of the product. (laughs) He rode with the salesman, got a distributor, filled the distributor's warehouse up with product. He sold out everything in the in the distributor's warehouse. Every account he went to bought, and boy, we we were smoking cigars, right? We thought (laughs) everything was really going to pop now, but we didn't get a reorder. I went, oh, my God, what is going on? Right. I said, you better go back there and see for yourself. One thing is, is like face-to-face meetings, that's how you're going to find out what's going on. you got to go there personally. So he went there, and he found out. He'd go into the retail stores, and they said, oh, yeah, we sold through. What? You sold through? Yeah, we sold it. Sold it in the first, you know, two weeks. Well, but you didn't reorder. Oh, I guess I forgot. No. <laughs> So he asked the salesperson, like, why didn't you pick up the reorder? And he says, well, you know, actually, I was glad to have that empty space on the shelf because our distributorship has that space allocated to us. And I got a spiff. I got a bonus for selling your competitor's product. And luckily, I had that empty space where you'd sold out so well. So I put your competitor's product in there, put a few extra bucks in my pocket. Well, that really didn't do us any good, did it? No. So we were pretty disappointed that this was going on, but he resold all the accounts. Well, time goes by. We still didn't get a reorder after he, obviously, we'd filled the orders from the new sales he'd made. What it really taught us was a huge lesson. It taught us that we really did need somebody in that territory to look after the accounts, to look after uh, the distributorship, to make sure the salespeople had our product on their minds, and um, also to be relating to the community in every way that we could, because we always reached out to the community in any kind of tastings and fundraising that we could do. But when you're flying from California to Hawaii, that's a little hard to do. We had to have somebody on our payroll representing just our company who was in the marketplace wherever our product was. And that was the way that we were able to sell our product. We could not rely on the wholesaler or the retailer. We could not rely on the distributor. We could only rely on our own salesperson who was going to look after us in the best way possible. To build those relationships, again, John, that we talked about, the face-to-face, the relationships, being there in person to watch the accounts 
And that was a huge lesson for us. And we did not attempt to grow in any territories without having a salesperson in that territory from then on. What an aha moment. I mean, Fire Nation, you need to know what is going on at every facet of the chain of business that you're trying to create. I mean, Michael and Bonnie killed it. I mean, they sold through in two weeks and and they were just like, okay, where's the reorders coming from? And then it was like, oh, wow, like this guy had a reason to sell competitor, you know, uh, space right there. And I mean, that is just like, oh, like that moment. You're just like, I need somebody that's there, dedicated. You need to know the full spectrum, Fire Nation, the business from beginning to end and having that dedicated person for them did so much on so many different levels of keeping them in stock, you know, of, of exploiting opportunities that were there when they came because they had someone feet on the ground. So think about that in the virtual world with physical products, etc. I mean, there's opportunities that abound if you are dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's and having those conversations. Now, Michael, I want to shift this to you and bring it to present time because you guys are doing some really cool things right now. Now, can you share with Fire Nation the one thing that has the two of you most fired up today? Yes, I would say that the one thing that has us really fired up today is the number of millennials who are going to the schools of secondary education, universities and whatnot, and majoring in entrepreneurship. Now, imagine if you get a degree in entrepreneurship, you're not going to go out and show it to somebody and say, hey, hire me, boss. I have a degree in entrepreneurship like engineering or software or something. No, when you when you get a degree in entrepreneurship, you're getting it because you really want to know how to be an entrepreneur. Well, what's got us excited is our book, The Barefoot Spirit, has become required reading at over 40 universities that teach entrepreneurship across the country and around the world. And um, they like it because it's a story of two people who just basically go out there and, you know, get the big wake up call, get the brick in the head every day and pick themselves (laughs) up and say, wow, what does this mean? How can we do this? And I think the real thing that's got me excited is, you know, we've been saying this for a long time, but now we're starting to get some traction with it. And that is when you go into business, you wind up doing work that you didn't think you were going to do when you came up with your concept, even when you proved your concept. Like we didn't realize that it was all about distribution management. We thought it was about wine, you know, sniff, swirl, you know, a little few mid notes, speak a little French, had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Fire Nation, I mean, listening to Michael and Bonnie here, I mean, how can you not get fired up? I mean, this embodies the American spirit right here. You know, you just had a couple people that had this idea and they just put one foot in front of the other every single day and they hit a home run and now they're back to share their story, their experience, their success. So make sure that you head over to Amazon or wherever you know you want to actually pick this book up. It is The Barefoot Spirit, How Hardship, Hustle, and Heart Built America's Number One Wine Brand. And Michael and Bonnie, I'm sure Rick told you, but our listeners, Fire Nation, they're a very special group. I mean, they are action takers. They really just are very thankful for those people like yourselves who are coming on and spending 25, 30 minutes with them to talk about your experience, to share your knowledge. And right now, Fire Nation, they have 33 five-star reviews in Amazon for their book, which is pretty good because it's hard to get an Amazon review. But I want to push them over 100. So listen, Fire Nation, get on over to Amazon, check out the Barefoot Spirits, grab the book, 
and give them a five-star review. Of course, if you think that they uh, deserve it, I believe that they do. Give them a five-star review. Let's get them over a hundred five-star reviews because there's a couple people right here who are out there helping the world and helping entrepreneurs like yourself, like me. And don't go anywhere, Fire Nation, because we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. You are unique. You don't walk like everyone else. You don't talk like everyone else. And you certainly don't sleep like everyone else. So why settle for a mattress that's one size fits all? Introducing Helix Sleep, where you can buy a mattress online customized for you for hundreds of dollars instead of thousands. It starts with you answering a few simple questions based on four key preferences. And the result will be a custom sleep profile used to build you the most comfortable mattress you'll ever sleep on. In fact, Helix customers report a 30% improvement in overall sleep quality. Your mattress will arrive at your door in about a week and shipping is 100% free. You even have 100 nights to try it out and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a 100% refund, no questions asked. That's why everyone from GQ Magazine to Forbes are talking about Helix Sleep. Visit helixsleep.com slash fire and get $50 off your order. That's H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash fire. Michael, Bonnie, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? We are prepared, John. <laughs> what was holding you back, Bonnie, from becoming an entrepreneur? What was ho- holding us back when we became an entrepreneur in the wine industry was um, Something that turned out to be an asset, really, two things. We didn't have enough money to get started. We were virtually broke, and we didn't have any knowledge of our industry. And, uh, yeah, that held us back. However, what we did is we used those as really something to enable us to get out there and learn about what we were doing with fresh eyes. And if we hadn't uh, been in that situation, we never would have succeeded. Isn't that funny? Fire Nation, you can turn any negative into a positive. Every cloud has that silver lining. It's all about your mindset. Make that mental shift like Bonnie just talked about. Now, Michael, what is the best advice that you have ever received? The best advice that I've ever received is to work with your early adapters. These are people who buy your product or your services you know, right off the bat, they get it. They see what it is that you're doing. And it's really your proof of concept people. Those people are going to support you when you're, when your spirits are low, when you're frustrated. You can call them back and say, Hey, Bill, tell me again why you think this was such a great idea. I can really use it right now. And that was really good advice because we had a lot of dark moments and we went back to those people and they said, oh, no, you guys are doing the right thing. This is really cool. Go for it. And we were running into these huge walls that we didn't even know were there, had nothing to do with what we thought the wine industry was about. And they got us through it. It's really nice to have that. You know, they talk about, uh, you know, having a lot of uh, chutzpah, you know, and, yeah. and stick to itness, and And they have a lot of words for it. But the fuel, I think, for tenacity is a a rooting section. So, yes, go back to your early adapters. They are your cheering session. Fire Nation, I love this advice for a number of reasons. But listen, these are your raving fans. These are people that are with you at the beginning. And so many 
entrepreneurs, they are scaled to do the one-on-one engagement, to pick up that phone or to send that individual email or to jump on a quick Skype call and say, hey, you're one of my first customers, clients, fans, followers. Like, number one, how'd you find out about me? So I can amplify those areas. Number two, why do you like my product, my service, whatever it might be, so that I can continue to build off of you, my raving, my first early adapters. So you need to do things that don't scale, especially at the beginning, Fire Nation, when you have the time to do so. Now, Bonnie, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Michael and I have been writing subject, uh, writing blogs on our subject, which is entrepreneurship and business, for three years on two sites every week. So that is over 300 business blog posts that we have. And that really keeps us alert and aware. It enables us to articulate about a particular topic and delve into it in, in more detail and is very exciting. Two blogs, uh, two posts every week. So that is uh, really keeping us on our toes, John. Michael, can you share an internet resource like in Evernotes with Fire Nation? Skype and GoToMeeting are the best thing since meeting people in person. And I really like these uh, these two applications because, you know, the human face has 20 muscles that make 600 expressions. And some of those expressions might be, I don't get it, or you're crazy, or <laughs> what have you. And when you're talking to a person in real time and you see their face making those shapes, you can change your pitch. You can back off. You can You can go at it a little easier. You can talk more about what they want. But the whole idea is that you are involved in a discourse with a real human being. Now, when you try that with email or Skype or Slack or any of these other tools, you're really not talking in real time and you certainly don't see them. So I'm right back to the good old fashioned, you know, let me look in your eyes and see if I trust you. I think that's what people really want down deep. Bonnie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join the barefoot spirit on our bookshelves. And again, Fire Nation, call to action, five star review. Let's get them over a hundred. What would that book be, Bonnie? And why? The one that I really love the most is Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. This reporter went out and interviewed the top people in the world and wrote about their way of doing business. Now, that's about as good as it gets Mm. in my mind. And it may be a book that's been out there for a long time, but winning business strategies don't change that much over time. Think and grow rich. You'll hear how the greatest people did it. It has stood the test of time, Fire Nation, which just proves its value. And like Bonnie just said, it's those core values. They don't change. Now, quick question for you two. Have you heard of Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill? We're going to go get that right now, John. Put that on your to-read list. It's a very interesting story, actually, because Napoleon Hill wrote that after Think and Grow Rich. And his family thought it was too controversial, so they put it in the vault for over 75 years. And they just released this in 2011. So it has been out for five years. 
If you're into Fire Nation or Michael and Bonnie, into audiobooks at all, um, they do a incredible job with this audiobook. Like the devil in this in the book is actually played by a voice that sounds just like James Earl Jones. I mean, it's it's a real joy to listen to or just read in general. They both work and, and Fire Nation and I have teamed up with Audible. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. So again, Bonnie recommended Think and Grow Rich. I think a great follow-up after that is Outwitting the Devil by the same author, Napoleon Hill. And of course, their book, The Barefoot Spirit. Let's get them to 100 five-star reviews. Now, you two, as I'm asking this last question, which is a doozy, you can use some hand gestures to decide who's going to answer this question. And again, it is a doozy. And you, you, can, you can make that decision on your end. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge that you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? What I would do is... I would say, what are my assets? Let's take, let's take inventory first. So like you say, we go to this planet, everything's the same and we've got our experience. So we say, okay, this is our bread and butter is our experience. How can we get this experience out to people so people can benefit by it? Mm. So I would take that laptop and the first thing I do is I would subscribe to go to meeting and Skype or, or, you know, uh, any share space uh, video program. And I would start contacting people who ran organizations that were the focus of people who would benefit by our experience, such as entrepreneurial groups or brand building groups or marketing groups or producers groups. And, and I would be talking to those people and asking when I could speak to their group, when their convention was, when their, when their particular, uh, convocation was. And we would go and speak to this group. And in the process, we would hopefully gain some followers that would be interested in other things. We would also make some videos about what we know so that we would have some inventory to sell. But, but that's what we do. I mean, Fire Nation, you're hearing it from people who have been there, who have done that. If they had to start all over again, but still had that experience and knowledge, this is the steps that they would take. And Michael, Bonnie, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, the best way to connect with us is at thebarefootspirit.com. That's www.com. TheBarefootSpirit.com. So just like the name of the book, The Barefoot Spirit. And what's a parting piece of guidance? Start small. Start in a small territory where you can learn your lessons, you can make your mistakes, you can go around hat in hand and make up for it wherever they are. Write down your lessons. And um, then when when you've learned your lessons, then you can take your show on the road. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Michael, Bonnie, and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. If you just type Michael in the search bar, his show notes page will pop up along with everything that Bonnie was talking about today right at the top, and you can go directly to their website, which is thebarefootspirit.com, and of course, their book, The Barefoot Spirit, How Hardship, Hustle, and Heart 
Hertz built America's number one wine brand. Together, Fire Nation, we're getting them over 100 Amazon five-star reviews. Let's do this. And thank you, too, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Our pleasure, John. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. It's time to share your voice and message with the world, and our free podcast course will show you the way. Text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite.